Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success. I'm here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And today I have a couple of stories for you. Everybody likes stories. Let me clarify that. Everybody likes good stories. And what may be considered good by me may be lousy by you. Uh, Hopefully, it's the other way around. Although I never really think whatever you know whatever I do is lousy I guess but maybe but anyhow I digress as I always do let me let me talk to you today about the fig tree in somewhat of a dream or a figurative figurative story this woman had a vision She was in the throes of a fig tree, and each hanging fig had a story. You know, one fig envisioned her with her spouse and children. Uh, Another fig was her professional work career. And there was even one that represented her fame and fortune as a renowned author. So she had all of these scenarios, if you will, hanging there in front of her, and she became mesmerized by all of the possibilities that she could select. And suddenly she felt paralyzed and struggling to choose a fig when right before her eyes she was unable to choose just one fig but she was starving for nourishment she couldn't decide and that's when it happened she watched as the figs ripened and then wilted before her very eyes falling to the ground a wrinkled black mass of compost her life essentially passed her by without her really living it and it's kind of uh i don't want to say cryptic but uh abstract different type of story here uh it's not something that we can generally put our arms around but the moral of the story is where we can certainly understand and the moral is decide and then take action simple as that even if it's the wrong choice make a choice because there's no right or wrong answer when faced with positive outcomes 
if you wait too long to decide on something, then the decision will be made for you. And that's what happens in everyday life. We struggle about making a decision. In some cases, it may be a purchase, and we waffle back and forth, back and forth. We, we don't necessarily decide one way or the other. And ultimately, the choice is made without our consent one way or the other. And what I mean by that is uh, our lack of choosing will harm us uh, in a particular way. You know, I was told recently that when faced with a big decision, you should take no more than one minute to answer it. And that's, that can be challenging, but not for super successful people. They make bold decisions all the time, very quickly. And sometimes they take a bath. They take a real beating. But it's better than sitting there waffling back and forth. And I've been on that seesaw, let me tell you. And it's just so unproductive. It truly is. Okay. Uh, Bob Proctor, a mentor of mine. Uh, I'm on board with him for a whole year in his program. Just finishing up uh, month four, believe it or not. And he says, don't be afraid to dream during the day, otherwise known as a daydreamer. And generally when we hear the term daydreamer, it comes with a negative connotation. And it shouldn't. Uh, at least it shouldn't if you're taking that dream that you have during the day in perhaps your conscious state of mind and you're taking action you know dreams must lead to action otherwise it really is only a wish we have to pursue our dreams the wishes are like lottery tickets we purchase the lottery tickets with a hope and a dream or a hope and a wish um, the dreams you need to take action on and Darren Daly uh, today Darren Hardy said that the title is A Mother's Secret Weapon and he says the only difference between failure and success is often simple persistence and it can be the case between someone that won or did not win how much persistence did that person put in 
in regard to preparation. So just keep that in mind. There's a fine line between the two, uh, but persistence prevails. So there was this gentleman, John Kennedy Toole. He wrote a book, uh, Confederacy of Dunces, but it was never published in his lifetime. And the manuscript that he wrote for the book was in 1969, but it failed to go to a publisher because they didn't find it worthy. Found it, one of the um, publishers said it was a great work, but just had much about nothing. Ironically, you know, Cheers and Seinfeld episodes come to mind. Um, And later on in John Kennedy Toole's life, he committed suicide in Biloxi, Mississippi on a barren roadway. Uh, I don't know the actual cause of death, but that doesn't matter. His mother then became inspired and was extremely persistent in getting the book published. And she did just that in 1980. And in 1981, the book won a Pulitzer Prize in fiction um, that ironically brought John Kennedy Toole to mind after 11 years since his death. But what changed from 1969 to 1981 in regard to the manuscript? And the answer is nothing. And I guess it can be correlated to the Hall of Fame classes that select their Hall of Fame candidates and a lot of them don't get in on the first ballot. Sometimes it's the second, third, fourth ballot. And it's strange because they never play another inning of baseball, but all of a sudden when they were rejected for the Hall of Fame, their first go-around, this next ballot, or third ballot, or fourth ballot, they become a Hall of Famer. You know, and it's very, uh, very ironic, I would say. Pretty fascinating. Um, so, the story of John Kennedy Toole can be a lesson to all of us. 
Um, the first is to always be in touch with our mental health as well as our physical health but our mental health is very very important and a lot of us um, a lot of us all of us can't really see it we can see the symptoms but with that said we can also look at the persistency in that of his mom and making it a point to get to a publisher and to have that publisher go through his manuscript and the benefit of that was a, a, Pulitzer, a Pulitzer Prize award in 1981 Matthew Kelly today talks about the best advent ever and when his um, YouTube video ended I thought about it and basically stated it's in, it's important to remember to give us perspective it's important to remember to give us perspective we at times have to think back on the good things on the blessings and things that we are grateful for in order for us to persevere in the present so it's great to reflect but at the appropriate times you know driving a car looking in the rearview mirror is not a good way to get to your destination by any means uh, and you're bound to crash so I thought that was pretty uh, intriguing so to speak and then the um, insight of the day pretty simple if you want excellence in big matters you must develop the habit in little matters true yeah I think it is you know if we want something in big things we have to do that something in little things and in this case it's excellence and excellence is an attitude you know and if we can embrace that attitude things that we do in life big and small will have great consequences and finally um, the last quote of the day here being critical of yourself has failed you for years try being more approving and see how that works out and I thought that was pretty neat you know we are very critical of ourselves but sometimes I'm not saying to be uh, conceited but be confident portray confidence 
and be accepting and approving of ourselves and see where that brings us in life. I think it'll bring us a lot further than being negative. I can assure you that. So that's it for today. Uh, today, in my neck of the woods, it's Christmas time. Santa is coming to town tomorrow night, maybe early Saturday morning. So I don't believe I'm going to be on board until Monday, which is technically only a day away because Friday I take off and then I don't I don't normally have a podcast on Friday or Saturday. So with that said, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Is it Merry Christmas or Merry <laughs> Christmas? Us uh, bananas up here with, with, with our accents tend to, to be a little slack and say Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, just like a sandwich is a sandwich, but I digress again. Uh, but Merry Christmas is an encompassing statement for everyone. Jewish, Jehovah, Muslim, Christian, non-Christian, believer, non-believer, whatever it may be, Christmas encapsulates everyone. And with that said, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And we will talk to you next week, Lord willing. So be well, stay well, and again, have a Merry Christmas.